I think one of the most important aspects is the holistic approach. As, as I mentioned, yeah, uh, combining GRC, combining business continuity uh, with crisis management. Um, so operational resilience will increasingly be viewed holistically. Integrating aspects of risk, business continuity, disaster recovery, cyber resilience, crisis management. Welcome to In Case of Emergency, your podcast about insights into crisis management and emergency notifications. Your podcast source related to business continuity, emergency response, public alerting and much more. We believe that sharing information, learnings, insights and best practices is so important, which is why we're very happy to present this podcast to you. My name is John Davison and I will be your host for this podcast series in case of emergency. In the past, we, we just had every few years one crisis and then we, we had some poly crisis. I, I still can remember as... Um, um, the EU president used the word the first time, and, and now um, we are in the area of the perma crisis. And um, yeah, uh, we have authoritarian populists uh, rising um, now with the Hamas, uh, the global terrorism is coming back in, in Europe. Last weekend uh, in Germany, we had more than 15,000 demonstrators. I, I don't know. How, how, did you also have some demonstrators in, in, in London? Or Absolutely, yeah. So they seem to be popping up everywhere, anywhere they're wanting to get that attention that they're doing so. And, and it's understandable in some regards, for sure. Yeah, and, and, and then also maybe if you look um, what what happens in the Ukraine and uh, in, in um, Israel, maybe not also a pretty um, easy sign. Yeah, high, high inflation, sort of the new banking crisis is another topic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but maybe coming coming back to the BCI world, um, I, I'm, I'm not sure how, how many uh, of the presentations did you visit? I, I just, I think I, I visited five or six-ish, uh, two I, I left after five minutes, but the rest I, I, I listened to. Did you also? Uh, yeah, I took in a few. I took in a few. What was your view of what was, did you find most enlightening? Um, I, I think the most enlightening presentation, um, it, it was from, uh, Mark Hoffman, and um, he's the managing director of the Resilience Think Tank, and um, uh, he's being um, being relevant in the future was one of his topic, and he said in times of change, uh, the greatest danger is to act with yesterday's logic. It it was uh, a, a saying from uh, the the. What's the first name? Drucker, um, this um, uh, quite expert guy, and um, that was a marvelous presentation. Really well, future orientated, um, thinking about resilience. Um, 
really a nice one. Well, that's, that sounds really interesting. I think certainly Mark Hoffman seems like an excellent guest that we should perhaps consider for a future podcast series for sure. Yeah, for sure. He, he was enriching. Yeah, very, very nice guy. Um, super relaxed um, and interesting topic. So getting back onto the topic of resilience, you know, we've thrown it around. It's been used uh, perhaps too much, but, you know, going back to, to Mark's uh, presentation, Marcus, what's your view? What, what, what's your view about the future of resilience? Where are we heading? Um, so um, when I, I have to recap, and I think Mark said um, for over two decades, the profession has evolved from disaster recovery to resilience management. Herein lies the opportunity for the traditional business continuity professionals to continue to engage more and more at an executive level and expand the skill set. And I think that is absolutely the right way um, to, to set the tone for the future because this was, um, he also showed a huge amount of example. I still can't, uh, I just want to say our listeners, if, if you have a BCI account, jump in and listen to this guy. It was a perfect presentation. So um, uh, I'm sure that that channel change drives us, like the rise of cyber threats, the climate change considerations, employee well-being and remote work. Yeah, I think that is a huge amount of problem in, in, in some companies. The whole regulatory environment has such huge changes and organizations can expect much stricter oversight and perhaps mandatory requirements in the future. We just saw now in in the EU, DORA and NIST too, uh, and I think um, also in in um, in UK, I think they just call it NIST. Oh, is is that correct, John? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, that is correct, Marcus. But for me, I think you know you highlighting so many different aspects. And what that all brings is a different level of governance. And that different level of governance is so difficult for organizations to be able to catch up and, and to keep abreast of what they need to comply with. I, I think that also will enrich the whole business continuity concept from just doing business continuity to a much more uh, GRC topic. Yeah, And I think that uh, is also something that will, I, I'm not sure if, uh, business continuity is then above GRC or if GRC is above business continuity, but uh, this has to has work to work together. And if they don't work together, it it will not be resilient. That is for sure. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think hand in glove comes to mind. It would be how I'd see the two if you were to make the comparison, for sure. When we speak about that, so I think one of the most important aspects is the holistic approach. As, as I mentioned, yeah, uh, combining GRC, combining business continuity uh, with crisis management. Um, so operational resilience will increasingly be viewed holistically, integrating aspects of risk, business continuity, disaster recovery, cyber resilience, crisis management, and um, and, and here we are also once again in this enterprise risk management topic. So having one big database with risks and out of these risks, 
we will work on our topics. I think that will be uh, something that is super important in the future. Absolutely, and that, that brings me to your own presentation, Marcus, that you gave, and, and I remember you know, one of your takeaway points was, yeah, making sure that everybody's working off that same database of risk. I, it, it is, it, it's, it's so ridiculous that 50 years after the crisis scenario of Apollo 13, people always still think they have to manage crisis with pen and paper and um, that they don't evolve the topic, that they uh, don't think that they can use their risk assessment they did in peacetime should use as a foundation for managing their crisis. And um, I, yeah, I, um, and also that the whole, and that was uh, a question I, that is what inspired me when I made my presentation on the BCI. Um, somebody asked me something like, um, who should be trained on these topics? And, um, and then I, I thought by myself, it's probably more than just the risk crisis and business continuity managers, because uh, in the end, you're working maybe in a 30,000 employee enterprise and only 150 people are trained on uh, on these topics. So maybe we have to rethink that and have to rethink also what I then answered. Um, when we implemented the safety trainings for every employee, we saw how the, um, the safety problems dropped down to nearly zero. And now we have um, sometimes even in huge factories 50 60 days without an accident and maybe we have also to train our employees on smart risk taking and uh, maybe also on and how how to assess crises and how to act in crises and and give them a, a general understanding for our business and and then we maybe can hope that in, in, when they have to make tough decisions, that they choose the wrong path, not the wrong path, that they choose the right path. And that could be maybe something we, we have to think that um, maybe we have to do it like, like the safety guys and we have to make some general trainings on risks and crises and business continuity topics. Absolutely. I mean, it's always been a topic within business continuity about, you know, getting the top to be able to sponsor, to be able to push the program. But yeah, I absolutely agree, you know, trying to get down right into every tentacle within an organization to make sure that they understand um, the role that they play, because it's a very important role. And, and you know, um, uh, and then we came back to what I said at the beginning of our episode, when we when we spoke about, or when I mentioned um, um, how how the people joined your boost and asked holistic um, the the holistic answers to the problems in the future, I think that it's about because they recognized this huge amount of increased collaboration we need in the moment, um, and and therefore there's looking for answers and they recognize the answers could be something like an IT tool. Absolutely. I, I think technology 
increases the ability for collaboration. So, you know, I think the argument um, for uh, departments or different divisions within an organization or different disciplines to, to not communicate, to work in silos is, is really not there now because there's plentiful technology solutions there that support sharing of information. Um, yeah, and, and, and here I, I just put put out the book of my uh, my, my book storage, yeah, and it's it's the book of the General Stanley McChrystal, um, and it it's quite old now. Uh, it was uh, uh, I would say fifteen years ago. It was a, a bestseller in the New York Times, and he spoke about the teams of teams during um, the Iraq War. And um, he's spoken about um, one of the most used phrase of this book was information to the edge. And yeah, and this is exactly now coming to business. Yeah, after he, he wrote this book 15 years before that with with this increased collaboration and um, databases are, are used as the one source for risk or one source for for intelligence or whatever now is is coming to business and uh, is is forcing the way how people collaborate and that is quite uh, quite interesting uh, that it needed so much time um, uh, to jump over the bridge of, from military to the economics business and the digital age just really enables and it makes it so much easier much easier yeah and uh, we we also see it with all these new tools we are using day by day yeah from zoom teams um and collaboration is rising yeah it's uh it's pretty nice absolutely so Marcus, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up with you and to speak, and we must do it more often um, here on the podcast because uh, I think it's some really uh, great content. And, and, and going back to the BCI world, I think I think the content may still be available um, to view. If, if anyone does want to uh, catch up, they should visit the bci.org website. Uh, so I'll say that again, the bci.org website and uh, make an inquiry there. I, I think some of that virtual content, some of the sessions from, from last week's program may still be available. And if if not, they can catch with us next year, same place, uh, because BCI World will once again be in London and uh, yeah, uh, we will be there, I'm sure. And uh, one or two pint would be possible. <laughs> <laughs> Fabulous. Well, thank you very much, Marcus. And uh, yeah, let's 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 do this again very soon. Yes, um, absolutely. We, I, I think we we just made um, a, a little scratch in the surface of resilience, and maybe we have to talk uh, once again about this topic. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Marcus. And I'll say goodbye for now. Yeah, John, have a nice week. Bye. The podcast, In Case of Emergency, Insights into Extensive Crisis Management, is hosted by F24, Europe's leading software as a service provider for incident and crisis management, as well as business messaging. If you have topics or questions that you'd like to have answered, 
or if you would like to share your experience as a guest on the podcast, then just let us know. Write us your suggestions for future topics and please include your contact details by emailing us at marketing at f24.com. Thank you for listening and goodbye until next time.